0: It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 376 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always
1: is... The magistrate of Caravan City, the talisman of Thanksgiving dinner. I'm Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Jomez Podcast yeah you are buddy how you doing how was that thanksgiving bro thanksgiving was lovely there was food there was drink everything you would come to know and love gomez except Uh uh-oh when i think thanksgiving People automatically revert to watching NFL football, right? Sure. Especially of course. in the United States. Well, I say, I say especially, but it's only in the United States because only us took our land from the Native Americans. The rest of the world does not celebrate such things. Yes, they don't care. <laughs> but my proto- I don't want to say prototypical is not the right word, but my go-to Thanksgiving movie, I said, you know what? I'm in the mood for some real Thanksgiving right now. And that would be son-in-law with Paulie Shore. <laughs> the greatest Thanksgiving film ever made.
0: Wow, that's that's a bold claim, Joe. I mean, what, wow. what's better?
1: What's better? Name uh, me a better Thanksgiving movie right now. I guess the other two
0: movies, people would say, are uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. People like that movie. A Distant Second. Also, Dutch. Dutch is a... A, a Further Distant Third.
1: <laughs> you don't like Dutch when... <laughs> I, I actually Bundy, do Al like Bundy. Dutch, but come on, I... compare <laughs> it to Son-in-Law with my double Paulie Shore. Carla Gugino, oh yeah, uh, Lane Smith, who is the evil hockey coach from the Mighty Ducks, and oh, the, no. the other lawyer from my cousin Vinny. Oh no,
0: the evil coach! I love it.
1: Yeah, Coach <laughs> Riley, her, 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 her. Then he does the thing with his collar.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Come <laughs> on, Banks. <laughs>
1: I want Banks out of this game. You hear me? <laughs>
0: Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw was doing a one man show recently. He came to my town. Sadly, I wasn't around. I was so upset the dates didn't work out. Paulie Shaw doing a one. It's got to be good, right? Come on, him telling I, stories it can't on be stage. Any worse
1: than Matt Rife. <laughs> no,
0: nothing is worse than that, bro. Oh, so that's I, all I heard this week was how terrible that was. I loved did it. You? We were yes, we were in the law. Everyone was saying the same thing. How did this white boy get this special? He is not funny. That's all. And I was like, "Yes, good, good,
1: good." I'm glad because it at least validates our opinion. You know, like, oh, they're just shitting on the cool guy. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no. I don't. Everyone I don't purposely saying. go here. Like, oh, I can't wait to shit on this. Give me something good, Matt. Give me something to shit on. That's not what I was doing.
0: Never that. We don't waste time hate
1: watching. Never. Oh, but I really wanted to watch Son in Law, and I couldn't go, yeah. man, because for some reason. When all these streaming networks beef up their holiday programming, the fucking eight minutes after Halloween, all the Christmas selection <laughs> is out there for everyone, right? We yeah. still got Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving means son in law, and it's nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Isn't it and, crazy how
0: there's just some movies you just, there's just not around?
1: That's insane.
0: There's a hundred streaming services,
1: especially Gomez. On the 30th anniversary oh of Son-in-Law.
0: This is, this is bad, bro. And We're not keeping our traditions, bro.
1: I had a couple adult beverages in me, and mm. I sent out a text. And I said, it bothers me that I have nowhere to watch Son-in-Law on Thanksgiving. And within minutes, my double main man. Right here, Michael Jonathan Gomez. That's me. Said, Here you go, bro. I got you, bro. I got you. I got all my
0: bros. They need to see something. I got it. I'm that. I'm Blockbuster.
1: Gomez gave me son in law. And you know what? When I got home later that evening, I watched the shit out of some son in law.
0: I was gonna watch it. I didn't get a chance. I was like, you know, I haven't seen Son in Law in a while. Now that I got it, I want to watch it. <laughs> Where is it on your Letterbox? How how long ago? <laughs> Let's see, real <laughs> Son, I'm trying to think. Paulie Shaw movies. I can't say Encino Man is probably the only one I watched. But it says I have not watched Son in Law in 13. It's I ha- I don't have it logged, bro. I so haven't seen it before
1: you even started on Letterbox.
0: Yes. So it's sometime before then, two two Which
1: 2009. Which is crazy, because you say you watched Encino Man. Meanwhile, the character Link has a cameo in Son-in-Law.
0: Yes, he does. But that's... It says I haven't seen Encino Man in almost 12 years.
1: Okay, so well, I that's just... Know. And you this say is, you claim to love movies. What am I doing with my life, bro? You know, I didn't want to be the one to say this, Gomez, but it seems like a very a very big waste of life is what you lead no no son-in-law no Encino man just what are you doing
0: can you hear me yes no so this is what just happened I just got some emergency alert on my phone for some bullshit and oh, it, what did someone's kid get kidnapped again? Not even, I don't even know. Public safety wireless callers with an issue calling 911, call something else. So, apparently, 911 isn't working or something on the phones. So, I got this alert, and for some, it kicked my headphones onto the phone. And what this is ridiculous, bro. What the fuck is
1: going on here? Technology, this is why you got to use wires on everything. This is bullshit. I even shut my Bluetooth off on my phone. Unbelievable for nothing. How does 911 not work? What, what is going on here?
0: Well, I don't even understand. Well, that.
1: if you ever listen to the Stonecutters, the real number is 912. <laughs> it says,
0: if you're having trouble calling 911, call 631. 852 cops. That's what I'm gonna do. In emergency, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh,
1: Joe, we're talking about son in law. It's great. Oh, is it good? It was good. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> Everyone should watch it. It's the 30th anniversary of son in law. Go buy it on DVD somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's bullshit. I gotta say, it is bullshit. You can't get it on, on the Amazon. Streaming. You can
1: rent it. It's like four. Oh, you gotta rent it. Yeah.
0: Sure, but I mean, I mean, I don't want to sound like we shouldn't have to pay for nothing, but I mean, at this point, nothing should only be available to rent. Everything should be on some form of streaming services. I, I mean,
1: but we're not renting those either. We pay for those services.
0: We pay to rent to rent it. No, but free. I'm saying
1: it's not like we're asking for it to be yeah, free. No, we just yes. want it to be somewhere we've already paid. Somewhere we already
0: paid. And let me tell you, bro. Ooh, did you do any any Black Friday shopping right after no, Thanksgiving? No, because
1: here's the thing with Black Friday that I've noticed over the past two or three years. It's not a deal anymore. No. People are doing sales all fucking year long oh, yeah. that by the time Black Friday comes around, and look, this year, Black Friday sales started a week and a half ago. It's yes. like jumping to Christmas before we've even hit Thanksgiving. So stupid. It's like what?
0: Black Friday starts now. It's like, what? It's not and even these won. sales
1: aren't even there's no more like real doorbuster <laughs> no. sales. Those were there to get you in the building, get you there first, get you there online, get you to spend that money. Yes, but you know what? They ain't even there anymore. In most cases, it's not even that big of a deal. No, no,
0: there's no crazy sales. Um, the only thing I uh Did this year was the streaming services had deals. So, like Hulu, you get Hulu for a dollar a month for the whole year. So, I said, you know what? Cancel this account. Let's open a new one. So, 99 cents for Hulu and you can add on Disney for $2. So, I said, all right, I'll keep Disney for $2 a month. Sure. Why not? Yeah. So, for $2.99, I'm getting Hulu and Disney. Why not? Did they have the
1: ESPN Plus option
0: as well? They didn't have an option, but that's okay. I really don't use it. You use it because of hockey and stuff. I I use it for the the once in a while, a sports documentary and a UFC. But really, it's no big deal. I could do without it. I Mm can save the money. I also did. Peacock had a deal. Paid $20 for the whole year. So I paid $20 for the whole year.
1: Boom. Don't got to think about it again. Love, yeah, it. it's pretty good. That WWE Network we thought yeah. was a steal at ten bucks a month nine ninety nine yeah, yeah, back bro. in the day. Now I get the WWE Network and every episode of The Office for twenty bucks a year. Twenty bucks a year,
0: baby! Woo, beautiful. And uh, the only other place I saw doing the deal was you could get HBO Max instead of ten dollars, you get it for like two or three dollars, which is good. That's good if you use yeah. it. I get it free with my AT and T now, so that's
1: that's a game changer.
0: I don't know why they do it, but thank you, at and I appreciate
1: it. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit subscribe. Leave a five-star review wherever it is that you're listening to this. Or if you're watching on YouTube, definitely hit subscribe. Leave a like. Leave some comments about all the good stuff that you're hearing from us. And follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And now... Ooh. gomez we have a very new facebook group just search oh, car jomez yes, podcast we, we had in the past a facebook page which is something yes. we've had basically since the podcast Forever. started yeah. and it's fine but at the same time it doesn't encourage discussion it's just for for us to post basically hey new episode came out It doesn't get people to come there and people aren't allowed to like write on the wall or write about the episodes or bring up a topic and have other other listeners engage with them. And that's something I've been trying to work on for a while. Try to migrate the page over to a group. That way everyone could write and comment and everything. And uh, no, you can't do that. So finally, (laughs) I just said, fuck it. And I started a, a car Jomez Facebook group. So come join the group. It's free Come hang out. Obviously, we'll be posting all the normal stuff that we do normally post. But now you could come in, write some posts of your own, see if other people want to come in and talk about it. If you got a problem with the way we discuss Naked Gun today, well, you can make it known. And then, I don't know, probably someone like Joey Hudson will come in and write something under it.
0: (laughs) Yes, love it. Love to see how's that. We'll be on there, you know? Maybe I'll put what I'm watching over the
1: weekend, you know? What are you watching? We'll get some discussion going. I think it'll be fun over there. Yeah, I just think it's a good way to further engage with the base. And obviously, we're trying to get all the back episodes that have not worked in a while. This was ever since we first got on Spotify that these episodes have stopped working because they were... They were a good file at the time, but Spotify does not approve of the file uh, type that it was under. All the old episodes were under. So those were never on Spotify to begin with. And then for whatever reason, they stopped working on all the other (laughs) apps (laughs) as well. We did have an issue with the app Pocket Casts, which was brought to my attention by Mr. Stay Puff. He uses Pocket Casts and says he can't find our podcast, so he has to watch the YouTube version. And I said, well, what do you use? He told me pocket cast. And I looked into it. I downloaded it myself. I couldn't even find our show.
0: Oh shit. Really? I never even heard of pocket cast.
1: And it's just another thing. It's, it's yeah. listed on our server is once you're listed on Apple, it comes yeah, up. You should be on he, everything. Yeah. He had an old RSS feed for the show mm. that basically stopped at like, I don't know, episode 99.
0: Yeah. I remember we switched over. We switched over the feed. Yeah.
1: And, but, like, when I would search Car Jomez, Car Jomez one word, Car Jomez three word, like, all different kind wouldn't come up, wouldn't come up, wouldn't come up. Finally, I found uh, a Reddit thread saying that this is something that happens wow. on Pocket Cast with a lot of shows. Um, And I had to insert our our current RSS feed into the oh, search. wow. Jeez. To be able to find my own show.
0: That's crazy. That's a lot of
1: work. So... I sent that over to Mr. Stay It's working now for him. If you guys are using Pocket Cast, please do that. I've posted it on Twitter and all our social media. So if you're using Pocket Cast, I know it's a pain in the ass, but please just copy the RSS feed and insert that into the search bar on Pocket Cast.
0: Yeah, we sound sexy in your ear holes when you're not watching us. It's good.
1: I don't know. We look, we look pretty good. We do look good, but we sound good, too. So either way. Uh, so that was Thanksgiving. That was the the real big announcements we needed to get out of the way. And with all that being said, Gomez, hit the breaking news music. Woo! Breaking news.
0: Uh, all right, Joe. What's breaking this week? What we got here? Scream is
1: dead, Gomez.
0: <laughs> oh, this is very sad to hear, bro. Not it's for craziness. me. <laughs> Why are you upset? You're gonna have
1: to go to the movies. These are the worst two people <laughs> in the movies. Oh, they're not gonna be in the screen. Oh my, thank you.
0: Come on, the one of them, yes, the other one, no, come on. The older sister, she's the terrible. older
1: sister's terrible.
0: She's terrible, terrible, terrible. M- the youngest, Melissa
1: Barrera, is that So, yeah, well, like, are we really gonna get upset that the worst part of the movie is not gonna be in the movie?
0: The only reason to get upset is because she had that the Billy Loomis collect co- connection, you know. So that's why I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> what? We want CGI Skeet Oric, bro. We want that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jenny Ortega, come on, why are we hating on her? She's the
1: best. No, I got no problem with Jenna Ortega. Yeah, okay. you know, what does she do? She gotta do that. Wednesday show season went, apparently. two. Apparently,
0: that's the that's what they're saying. She's she's too well, busy because of at the strike. And everything came up that in. she
1: quit in protest. Yes, but then it was
0: no. It was like no, no, oh, relax.
1: No, she's just she's just doing Wednesday. She's just busy. So. She ain't standing with nobody. <laughs> Gomez, you're a scream fan. Like, obviously, your opinion matters more in this than mine. But what what do you do? You care about this? I care because they had an idea that they were going for,
0: and now they have to kind of, you know, scrap everything and, and find a new direction if they can find a new direction, you know? Like uh, like I said, she's connected to the other characters because she's supposed to be the, the daughter of the killer in the first one, the boyfriend. So there was always that connection. Now you're just going to have the twins, right? You just bring the twins back. I don't know if the twins are uh, making people care. I don't think people care enough about these people. So what do you do? You just restarted again a whole new cast you know I I would think they would try to to big back up the truck and give Nev Campbell some money to come back since she didn't you know come back for this one I don't know we'll see I I say let's take a screen break then let's let's not rush to make this movie if we're not gonna do it you know I don't know if I heard it was a Christmas movie I may be making that up I don't think it'll be out
1: in time for Christmas
0: but uh (laughs) I say just sit down, relax. We don't need to
1: rush a screen movie. Let's not let's not do nothing crazy. Uh, so with Scream going under, two long-running shows are also coming to a conclusion in 2024, Gomez. The first being CBS's long-running cop show, Blue Bloods. Really? Oh, shit. What is that, like 10, 12 years, bro? 14 seasons.
0: Wow, crazy. That's, so fucking, that's so fucking crazy. That's so fucking
1: crazy. That's why this is on here, is because I'm looking at this going, that's you crazy. gave us 14 seasons wow. of Blue Bo- 14 seasons, bro.
0: That's so crazy, bro. That show is always on. That's almost
1: <laughs> four years of seasons.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. Oh uh, I'll miss it. I'll miss Tom Selleck and uh Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <Warburg>, but... <laughs> oh, that's 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 a grandpa show. That's like your dad's favorite show. Like that's one of those just that's why 14 seasons. Old they could have went more. watching
1: CBS. Oh yeah, I love this show how's it any different than any other cop show what no no difference there's a son and a uh, dad that's the difference Uh, another show that i have never even watched don't care about but i know some people do young sheldon coming to an end after seven seasons he's not so young no more
0: he's like very big now it's not as cute anymore well that's Uh, the problem
1: right like when two and a half men became just three men
0: he wasn't cute anymore. Like him, he's just being a sarcastic asshole. Like it's not cute when you're fucking 14. You're just a dickhead. Um, Young Sheldon. I You know, I don't, uh, I don't go out of my way to watch it, but it's on TBS. I feel it's either Big Bang Theory or Young Sheldon. I'm watching in between episodes of AEW or basketball. So I'll be sad to see it go. I don't mind Young Sheldon. It's a stupid little sitcom. You know, it's cute. It's whatever. Oh,
1: next thing i got this week gomez actually today the day this show comes out that you're listening to right now on netflix a special holiday extraordinaire coming out called the bad guys a very bad hollow uh holiday I saw they were making
0: that, so that's a Netflix thing, not
1: a Peacock thing. It's not a universe.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I don't know, but I was surprised it was Netflix myself, because it was a theatrical yeah. movie. yeah. But yeah, this is going to be on Netflix starting today.
0: Oh, it's about a half cool. hour
1: long from what I see. And if you guys don't remember the bad guys, it was a bunch of talking animals Robin banks talking and animals. shit. Yeah, so you know I will be watching this.
0: It was good. It was cute. It wasn't I like, like it. stupendous or anything, but it was a fun. It was no, fun. It
1: was it was a perfectly fine triple main man back in the day,
0: hundred percent. So I look forward to. It. I'll definitely. Uh, we'll definitely check that out. I just I don't know. I, I I heard about it, but I haven't seen one thing like like that's crazy. This
1: like that should be a bigger deal, you know. Like I, a, I would a, think so. A holiday special. Come on. I don't know.
0: These fucking
1: people. Uh, so one of the last things I got going is Ric Flair. What about this fucking guy? He was on Club Shay Shay podcast. This is Shannon Sharp's podcast because you gotta have one. Um yes. and Shannon Sharp asked him, this has become a thing with the Kelsey's. Whenever they talk to another tight end, they always ask for your your Mount Rushmore of tight ends to sure. see if that person is gonna mention Travis. Okay. And, And normally they do, and honestly, rightfully so. He's in that definitely in that conversation. They just had Shannon Sharp recently, and you know he gave his Mount Rushmore of tight ends, which was Gronk and Travis, and I forget who the other two are. But uh, Shannon had Ric Flair on his show, and he asked Ric Flair for his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Hmm, Okay, this is interesting. And now we've had this conversation plenty of times about Ric Flair. Yes, sir. Um. But now, Ric Flair says, well, out of his contemporaries, he lists Mount Rushmore as The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, and Shawn Michaels. Okay. I don't think it's terrible.
0: Yeah, I get it. It's not bad.
1: It's not bad.
0: People love The Undertaker. Undertaker just always gets that that, that push from all the boys, right? He's the boys wrestler. Everybody loves them. So I I, get I
1: feel that. like the Undertaker is one of those things that if you're in the business, you kind of have to say. Sure. It's like for the generation before, they're forced to say Andre for everything.
0: Hmm, yeah, I get it, hundred percent. So but it's not a bad list for Ric Flair. I, I'm I'm glad he didn't go like uh, stupid there, but
1: it makes sense. Especially yeah. for him to say. Hmm. You know he's he's still on the Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time thing. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. It's... he's up there bro no why
0: not he he's i give sean top 10 sure so he's up there top 10 yeah. is up there bro he's i mean lots not, of wrestlers not top four sure no i wouldn't put, i mean he's my favorite because like he's like the one of the guys got me into wrestling you know the bad guy being cool mm-hmm. you know so i love him but I can understand, you know, especially if you're gonna add other things. Did Shawn Michaels draw very well, right? Like he was champ when it was the, not very the company good, almost right? went out of
1: business, right? <laughs> like was it was
0: not good. So like I get that. But I mean he was putting on banger matches, bro. <laughs> you know, but hey, people love Brett Hart too, right? And that's those were the two worst champions well, probably in history, right? The
1: only the only points I kind of give Brett ahead of Sean. I, I, at this point, I, Sean ahead of Brett because Sean had the big second act.
0: Sure, yes, he did have a whole
1: another career, and that part was probably Just even might have even been better than his initial run. You know? been. Yeah, no. Um, but Brett was a, a huge draw in Europe and overseas. Sure. Okay, that, that Sean matters. wasn't. So okay. Brett made that company a lot of money overseas. Okay. That does matter because those were big, those big tours back Well, they were doing a lot of those tours because they couldn't make money in the United States. Yeah, I remember.
0: Mm. We're bringing up wrestling, Joe. There was a big return this weekend. Yeah, R-Truth. Finally back, bro. Tour that MCL or something. He's been out for a long time, for real. He's been out for like over a year, I think. It's been a long time. I was even thinking of him the other day because he always – you know, he always the guy who pops up and says something stupid, and I'm sitting there going, "Yo, I haven't seen all like, is all truth? Like, I was like, did he get fired? Like, I was worried for a minute because I haven't seen him. No, he was hurt, but now he's back, baby. How, how Eating do you our
1: truth? Come on, now,
0: bro. They fire some people sometimes
1: when I go, really, that guy, all like right. Rick Boogs. Like rig Boogs, what are you doing? Come on! Now there's this tag team that was in this spot with our truth, and I watched Survivor Series, guys. I did. Like he did. willingly, For real. We didn't. I didn't say shit to this
0: man. He's just in the group chat commenting. I'm like, oh, okay, Joe. Here we go. The
1: first <laughs> thing I I want to say is this group damage control.
0: Ooh, the best, right?
1: There's three Asian girls in one group. It's the best.
0: Yes, they just, the Carrie Sane just came back, baby.
1: (laughs) So good. But this Ruffles spot they do, and they got Chelsea and her partner, and then R-Truth is there, and uh, the big dude, what's the big dude's name? Otis. Otis, Otis, that's right. Otis Otis and Gable. And then this tag team shows up. Yes. And I have no fucking idea who these guys (laughs) are. I, my brother mentioned their name i don't i don't know but pretty like one, deadly.
0: what is it pretty deadly
1: pretty deadly sure <laughs> but like they don't they don't even introduce themselves like, no because you're supposed to know though <laughs> no i don't <laughs> but i'm watching them i go one guy's got light hair one guy's got dark hair and they have this look that is very reminiscent of rj city and I know RJ City is not the most known guy, right? But he's been around for years. Sure. He does the Hey EW show. He's big on the internet. That's, yes, he is. that's yes. how I know RJ City internet. is. He's big on the internet. And I'm looking at both these guys and I go, this this team is like if RJ City was the inspiration for Spy versus Spy. Like Here's my, RJ bro. City with light hair, RJ City with dark hair, and they both teamed up one time just because they wanted Otis's potato chips. Let me tell you, I, I love it, right? It's great, it's a great reference.
0: But who the fuck is getting a spy versus spy reference in 2023, bro? I don't think anyone knows what you're talking about. Everybody gets it. I hope so. It's good. But spy versus spy is such a, a like. Like, you
1: had to be there for that one. Like, that is, uh, I didn't have much staying power. Oh, spy man. versus spy. spy versus Spy, I can't even tell you anything about it except it, it's very iconic design.
0: Yes, they're very iconic
1: looking. So play. I know it from sight, not exactly from content. Like, I can't sure. tell you a Spy versus Spy comic or a show or whatever. Like, I know it was on Mad TV, it had like a running bit for a while. Well, because it was in the magazine, it came from the magazine. magazine. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they, but like, uh, I was like, yeah. I can't they tell just, you. Like, they just try to blow each other up. It's like one. It's Tom and Jerry. Yeah. The other, it's Tom and Jerry. One hundred percent. Yes, that's what it is. One hundred percent. So, what you think of Survivor series, Joe? War
1: Games. Ooh. I see a lot of people talking about this show, saying how great it was. Mm, I don't know about that one. And I really didn't get that from. Now, granted, I'm gonna say I fell asleep. On my couch during the men's war games match. What are you doing, bro? (laughs) Because I'm going, they already said it's Randy Orton. So who gives a shit? (laughs) Uh, The women's match, I thought was okay. I thought the finish was uh, very, very flat. Yeah,
0: I don't like that. But it's more storyline driven to do the Bailey. They've been doing the whole Bayley. But
1: especially in the opening match, I don't like it. I get it, though. I understand. Uh, The Miz versus Gunther. Man, that guy has been on a fucking heater since he changed his name. He's unbelievable. He is. Uh, Match was very good. Now, someone, uh, one of our friends, brought up that, hey, was this the Miz's best match ever? And listen, that's not for me to decide. I I certainly am, am not the most knowledgeable Miz fan out there. Isn't one? Of, isn't Eddie Bowman? Does he say like the Miz is his goat or something like that? I think one Maybe. of our boys. I think I, one of our boys says they love the Miz. So if I, they, now, now granted, if you if you look at like the entirety of the Miz's career, it's like, incredible. I would kill for run. the How Miz's did? career. Yes, it is. Like I had this conversation with. I think it was Broski, Actually, I was like, you know whose career I would have loved the Miz, and like, I think he was shocked that I said that. And I'm like, think it's about so it, He's like. Been- well, like when yeah. he's like, no, it makes sense. He, I yeah. guess he just didn't expect me to. Sure, say okay, yeah. I was gonna say it's it's a great. A career. a lot of people, bro. if you say that, a lot of people would be shocked, like the Miz. Yeah, uh. but it's like think about all he's done. He's main evented WrestleMania. He's he's been every on time. top of every paper. He's held every single title. He married the hottest chick to ever be in wrestling. Like. And Maurice looks even better now. By I don't know, I don't know how the fuck she it's the fucking Canadian, French Canadian jeans or something. Because my God, that woman is incredible. Like he's a fucking millionaire. He's got 10 billion action figures. He's been yeah. in fucking a thousand video TV games, shows, he's been in yeah. movies. Like, what more could you want out of life? Like the Miz the has truth. fucking done it, bro. No, it's the truth. But the thing is now. This was a really good match, but the Miz has been around 20 years. We're closing in on 20 years of the Miz at this point. There's gotta be some other matches in there. And I I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
0: I can't either. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there had to be uh, like a Chris Jericho match, you know, some Ziggler, like that. something like that. That like someone good with him and I just, I don't know. It's just the Miz is like, right. He's like, he's not a bad wrestler. He's just very like, he's like a solid, like just kind of, he knows where to be, knows what to do, but like it never, nothing ever looks like so good. Like sometimes it looks like, like, have I you just... ever
1: left a show? I can't think of a time I I left watching a show. And now granted, I haven't been watching wrestling for consistently for a while now, but I don't ever remember walking away going, wow. That Miz Max really fucking killed. I you know no. I remember walking out of that WrestleMania uh, from Miami, going that Miz match might have been the worst main event in the history of WrestleMania because it was it was it was terrible. It was a bad and, match, yeah. and it wasn't the Miz's fault. It was no, because they was decided the to use the Miz the as a side yeah. character in yeah. the John Cena and the Rock story.
0: Yes, no, like I said, it, I, I'm too, I mean. I, when I see the Miz, it's usually a change the channel, walk away, not pay attention to the thing. So obviously I could have missed some gold there. I'm not gonna lie. but yes, like you say, when you say the Miz, I'm thinking of cringe. I'm thinking him getting eaten by a zombie, you know, like I'm thinking of stupid shit because he does a lot of stupid shit. He's
1: more of a comedic kind of silly guy. He's the company guy because that stuff it's like he's the guy. He's like fucking Teflon. he can do all that dumb shit. And then you need a guy to challenge for the belt tomorrow. And it's like, uh, someone grab the Miz. And people will be like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't want to say it, but I could see them putting the belt on the Miz here. You know, after he fucking ran away from zombie Colonel Sanders the night before.
0: Yeah, that was the worst. When he won the belt, when he was the money in the bank and he won the belt. And then he kept uh, running away from Bobby Lashley in the rematch. Like, it's like, what do we do? But no, the Miz. You can't. You can't go wrong. So if anyone, if whoever is the Miz fan of our, of our fans there, please tell us if we're missing a, a moment. Yeah, a match, really? we want to know matches.
1: if we have matches. to put a, a top five Miz, to, you know, timeline together for, let's hypothetically say, sweaty men in tights, twenty twenty four. Sure. If yeah. we're gonna do a Miz section, what are the Miz go to moments here? outside of just the girl making the face when he cashes in money in the bank exactly because that's obviously a mo he'll never not have
0: that moment of cashing in and all that like yes but we, we want matches we want to know where well, you
1: like damn bro that was a good ass mismatch because <laughs> we all know <laughs> all right gomez but let's talk about it randy orton is absolutely yoked Bro, he is fucking jacked, bro.
0: I was like, now nah, that's what a wrestler looks like when he got in that ring with everyone else. I was like, look at that, that's a fucking wrestler, big and beefy, bro. Holy I, shit!
1: So I, I was asleep before his entrance, and I, like I wasn't trying to go to sleep. I just fucking yeah. passed out on the couch. Um, and then I woke up like I don't know, probably an hour or so after the show, and I was like, oh, let me uh, let me go on Twitter and see what I missed. <laughs>
0: Randy always was good to see. It was good. I did I like the uh you know they gave us the little swerve at the end, right? They put the the copyright thing on the bottom. So see you later. It was a good, isn't it that was good brilliant. This is it one was. of the
1: things that they've had kind of in their bag of tricks yes. for a thousand years. Yep. And have never used. Yeah, it was great. The copyright banner pulling is there out there is a false finish, just waiting to be used. But yep. We've just seen it all so long, so often that we know the show is over. They've yep. never used that as a falsie before. So brilliant. brilliant. I don't know brilliant. if that was a triple H call. I, I I read that it was, but you know
0: Yeah, like, I read that it was that, that was his idea. It's a great call, bro. Cause I was like it's really all a, right.
1: it's a really smart, like, smart right. move.
0: I was like, okay, they didn't do it. I said, All right, he's not coming back. And then Oh, and I mean, obviously, you're doing it in Chicago because, but I mean, this this place went fucking bananas, bro. They got their moment. They all were like, "Oh, this is it." They were ready to leave. He didn't even
1: do anything.
0: He just walked out. That music hit. He walked out. He waved to the folks, and it was—you was, won't forget it, bro. You'll remember Survivor Series 2023, bro. CM Punk has come home. Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs>
1: So obviously, I guess they're going with him and Rollins now, right? Sure, yes. You interested in that? Oh, so, I guess. I mean,
0: sure. If he could stay healthy, uh, you know, Rollins punk match, that'll probably be See, a fun but match. This is the thing. He's hurt. He's, He's made a glass. He's shown us he now.
1: can't stay healthy anymore.
0: He is made a glass now. So, like, I hope we get one good match out of it or something. I literally I'm just... shattered his
1: foot jumping into the crowd to celebrate <laughs>
0: <laughs> we record this on Monday, so he's supposed to be here Monday Night Raw. I'm I'm want to see what direction they go in Like, how are they gonna play the comeback? You know, are they gonna name drop AEW? They're gonna act like he hasn't wrestled in 14 years.
1: You know, like what are they gonna do? Here? I want to see. So I would imagine if you're putting him like Rollins is gonna be the baby face in this. I would I would think, but I don't think so but because like, like Punk is the returning. Yes, but the thing like, is, is I think punk i what i want to see me personally i want to see punk be like the corporate sellout like after I, you know i spent all these years fighting the man and look where it's it's gotten me nowhere and now finally i can just come and take the bag i've built my name and now i, I can love cash it. in on it
0: i saw the error of my ways <laughs> i, I am ready to do business <laughs> That's great. I would love. It. That's what I mean. I, I have no idea where they're gonna go with it. Especially like you say, he's obviously he's he's gonna be a face, but Rollins is. I mean, Rollins goes back and forth, so it yeah. works. But I just I wonder. So you know he's gonna fight Rollins for this fake belt. So we keeping him away from Roman Reigns, right? We ain't we don't want to mess with Cody, right? Is Cody gonna mess up his story? Is his story gonna get messed up again?
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Oh, poor Cody. We'll see. Because Royal Rumble's coming up. So, you know, if there's a Royal Rumble match and it's Cody and Punk, you know, we might not be happy with the outcome. We'll see. Uh, I mean,
1: I would say probably 50% of the people won't be happy with the outcome at that point. I do. I know they love that. Honestly, if you're even thinking that Punk can have a run with Roman, you got to do it sooner than later. Exactly. Maybe make him the Royal Rumble match. Apparently, he signed a multi year deal. Sure. Apparently. Yes. Um, but you can't slow play this for three years from now. Punk's body is already given up. Maybe he's able to get through. I now I understand he's not gonna be full time, full time, but you still gotta get through these matches. Main event caliber matches.
0: It's a little different, right? It's a little little less, I guess maybe working WWE style. Maybe it will. Preserve that body a little You Maybe. know because big move rest Big move you know it's a lot of resting And finish finish you know what I mean Like that kind yeah. of stuff Like obviously Punk is going to do what he wants to do But I don't think he's going to It's not AEW he's like oh that boy jumped off the cage Nah I got to jump off the cage too Because I could do that you know I don't think he's going to do that in, in WWE I'm excited you know I'm excited To see where it goes WrestleMania season's going to be fun this year the next pay-per-view is Royal Rumble, so we got some time. We got a whole month to build some stuff, and I don't know where
1: they're going to go. And don't forget, WrestleMania weekend, the Thursday before Mania, major Ooh. wrestling figure podcast live at Dave & Buster's in Philly. Love it. I'm
0: going to have to come down for that. I'm going to have to come down for that. I don't know if I'm doing Mania, but I I, I want to do some some other activities, you know, go to other shows and stuff like that.
1: Uh They really haven't released like a yeah it's early full scale ska- yeah it's still early for that but I mean this thing is packed the WrestleCon is unreal yeah. with the amount of people that show up and sign at that and I, it's gonna be a, I would assume WrestleCon is gonna be a lot even better attended than last year because for a lot of people that cross country trip out to the west coast is a little bit too much yes. I know even for some of the wrestlers it was yeah I don't really want to make that long of a trip and yeah you know. You know, the hotel prices are insane and this, you know, prices on everything were very, very high. So uh, I think this year, if you're into that, the meet and greets and stuff, the collection of people you'll have should be just out of control.
0: Ooh, baby. yes, Wrestling season. Love it.
1: Uh, Gomez keeping in theme with Thanksgiving. Last year, we talked about watching the Detroit lions every year on Thanksgiving and While I didn't do that, I did watch a sports documentary on Amazon Prime Video. Oh Yes. It is called Bye Bye Barry. We spoke about it last week. It is about Barry Sanders, perhaps the greatest running back in the history of the NFL, who had a sudden retirement and never really spoke about it. No. So I watched this. Did you get around to it?
0: I did not. I did not, but I did do other stuff.
1: Well, I will say, I suggest that you make time for it. Oh, that's what I love to hear. Good, good, good. This awesome. was a very enjoyable documentary. It goes about an hour 32. Uh, it has people that actually know him in the yes. documentary. That, as that's very helpful. To the Shohei Ohtani <laughs> one. That's very helpful. We've got like Detroit... Born and raised celebrities. We get Tim Allen, we get Jamel Hill, Jeff Daniels, Jalen Rose, Eminem. Eminem just sitting in the fucking studio talking about how Barry Sanders broke his heart. <laughs> that's great, but that's awesome. Like, I love that. That's it.
0: That's gives the great. context for yes. the
1: feeling of the city. That's awesome. But then on the football side of things, you get teammates, ex-coaches, people who played against him. You know, Emmett Smith is in here, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, Rodney Pete, Crispy, like these people know Barry Sanders. And even then, they were like, the people who know him with the way he walked away were not like really surprised by the way he did this because for the most part, he tried staying out of the notoriety. He wa- yeah. really wasn't motivated by personal records, wasn't motivated by personal awards. The first year, he, uh, his first year in the league, he could have won the rushing title, and he pulled himself out of the game. That way, they could give some other guy... A couple plays and get and he's just like mm-hmm. no, it's okay. Let let the other guy play, <laughs> and they said he back in high school he did that. He had the chance to set like the touchdown record or something, and he told the coach, you know they were winning, they were far ahead, yeah. so like the game wasn't on the line. But he tells the coach, oh, why don't you give the freshmen some snaps?
0: Sounds like a great guy. I love it.
1: So I'm not going to spoil it here because Gomez is going to watch it. Assume yes, I with will. the busy weekend, other people are going to watch it. But he does go in depth about his reasoning awesome. for walking Good. away and retiring in the fashion that he did. What I didn't know, because I'm not a, a Lions fan, you know what sure. I mean? So when he retired, I I remember just being like, Wow, oh, that's wow, crazy. that's yeah. that's crazy and yeah. going on with my life. He was like fucking vilified.
0: I'm sure in quit on the team. Yeah, he quit I'm on sure. Bro. Yeah. At
1: one point, there's like a radio host who's like. Up until now, O.J. Simpson was my my least favorite running back. But O.J. only stabbed two people in the back, and I'm like, "What the fuck?
0: <laughs> what a fucking line, bro!
1: That is good. <laughs> wow! Like oh. so, like the fans after these ten years that he had, which were incredible years to watch, they fucking turned on him in a heartbeat, and it was a complete 180." crazy so yeah highly recommended for you guys who are sports doc fans or just football fans barry sanders fans this is i think it's well worth your time like i said hour 32 it flies by it's pretty engaging gives you some good background on him his story where he came from his meteoric rise and then the finale of it all
0: Mm, very good i'm definitely gonna watch it definitely. I didn't get to watch it, though, because I went to the movies twice this week, Joe. Twice. Twice, baby. Oh, man. So the first thing I went to see was Thanksgiving. You finally got to it. I finally got to check it out. The new slasher movie from Eli Roth based on the trailer from the Grindhouse movies. Uh, This was a lot of fun, Joe. It's just a straight-up like 90s slasher They didn't do so much of like uh <clears throat> Cause when you watch the Grindhouse Right it's in that Grindhouse style So it's going for a certain style It didn't go for that style It went for more of a, a 90s slasher So it felt like uh, uh I know what you did last summer Like that kind of that thing um It's a lot of fun Some of the kills are crazy for a mainstream movie Like there's some crazy stuff People in the audience were like holy shit Like what the fuck did I just see uh, it's a lot of fun. If you like slashes, it's a good time. Uh, definitely check it out. I'm sure this will be out pretty soon because uh, hasn't made a lot of money. You know, it's, I don't expect it to make a lot of money, but you know, it hasn't you know, make
1: a lot. It's up to uh, just over 24 million. Yeah. Total. So
0: which I, which I think isn't terrible for them, but I I'm sure they'll be rushing it to VOD to try to to get some more before it disappears. There's
1: also a few weeks in theaters now. Came in yes, fifth just like this third. weekend. Yeah.
0: It's been out for two, three weeks. So, you know, yeah. I get it. But it's a good time. If you went to that shit, if you've been on the fence, check it out. Great slasher. Seriously. How I'm, many I'm main
1: getting... men? Uh, like three
0: and a half. It's like a three and a half, bro. It's funny because the beginning of the movie, if you don't understand, like you won't get it because it starts with like a doorbuster Black Friday sale. Like that's the whole thing there's a big rampage at a store people die and so now it's you know someone's coming back for revenge oh my god who is it but so just to see that it's like you know black friday hasn't been like that in a long long yeah. time but it they had the whole thing where everyone's lining up open the door let's go we want our free you know air fryer and it was just stupid shit like that just thinking back to man is it based do this. in a different year uh no, I just think it's no. It doesn't. Like is, really it, say. is it based it's the same like year the Brine House came out? Uh no, it just says present day. You know, it just says you know this, and then a year later, it doesn't really say anything. Everyone's got cell phone. It's not like nothing. You know, oh, people are uh streaming, so it's, it's it's pretty present day. So you know, pe- yeah, people are blogging and stuff. So yeah, hundred percent. But it's just uh, it was funny to see because I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is gonna land with everybody because this is a very old reference here. Like, people do not line up at midnight for fucking Black Friday
1: deals. I mean, you want a current reference. Let's talk about Spy versus Spy. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, my goodness. So then the second time I went to the movie this week, Joe, I had to go see the Disney celebration for Disney 100. There's a brand-new Disney animated feature called Wish. And Gomez,
1: you are one of the few people To see
0: this movie Uh, My theater was Not as full As I thought it would be for a Holiday weekend animated movie
1: I I will be honest I'll tell you what, I looked (laughs) up And I didn't see the movie, I thought about going If I could make the time I wasn't able to make the time But when I looked at the box office Results for this weekend And I see number three Wish. Wow. I, go, no, I didn't know that. I didn't see oh, the no. numbers this week. Wow. So crazy. The number one movie, not even a new release, Gomez. Hunger Games. Oh, wow. Again, okay. second straight week, pulled in 28 8 at the box office, bringing the total to just under 100 million as of this recording. That's not number bad. two was no- another new release, Napoleon. Ooh, Your wow. Your double main man, Gomez. Ooh.
0: I didn't get to see it because it's long, so it's hard for me to to fit in four hours of, of time to get to a movie theater. For well, stuff this
1: is like gonna that. be the thing now because people are talking about Oppenheimer for best picture possibly. And there was I'm another good. movie that came out this weekend that they're like, Oh, this is great, this may challenge Oppenheimer. And listen, I liked Oppenheimer, but under no circumstances it the best picture because the third act bores the living shit out of you on a three hour movie. So that's not yeah. best picture worthy. Shouldn't is it it's good in its totality, sure, but it's not best picture worthy. You but, have to
0: remember though, there was a strike and a lot of movies did not get released. So by default, I think Oppenheimer will win this award. Uh, I'll tell you what should win, Barbie. I think it'll be nominated. I don't think it would win. But it's I think better, they will it's a I better movie than Oppenheimer. It. Bell to
1: bell, better movie. Nah.
0: I think it falls apart in the middle part too though in that movie Barbie. The, you know, the real world stuff is not as good as the But then Bobby it sticks stuff. to landing it and does Oppenheimer doesn't. Land. It does stick to landing. It does.
1: It does. Uh, so Wish <clears> comes in at number 3 less than $20 million. <sighs> 19 and a half. Not good. Not good. It's just Listen, this has been a very insane year of movie it's box a crazy
0: up. year I don't know what's gonna like because a Disney movie
1: used to be a layup you know maybe not a hundred million but it's gonna come in at number one right I would think
0: so on a holiday weekend. on a holiday
1: bro. weekend we talked about trolls last week yeah. oh, trolls is gonna have a big drop off because yeah. Disney's got a new movie coming out trolls had a drop off but not that bad and it only made two million less than wish Wow, that's bad
0: that Troll, is, That's maybe trolls the worst did 17
1: spot. and a half million dollars this weekend Wish did 19 and a half I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you Disney got to be shitting their pants Because the Marvels on top of this Dropped to 6.4 million Now for three weeks Is only up to 76 and change Insane
0: That's bad This is very bad That's bad the, the fact that the second week trolls made just a little Pretty less much. than that's that's
1: crazy I wonder
0: wow I just I don't know
1: now as someone who doesn't have <clears throat> regular television I really didn't see a lot of advertising for wish
0: ah so I was just gonna say I feel that it was a movie that I kept forgetting was coming out right because yep. we were all trolls 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 are coming out and was like, and I don't oh, know yeah, what it is a about. Disney movie. I did not know what it was about at all. All I knew was, like I said, it had some some uh, brown skinned people and like a little uh, animal, like it had like a goat. Like I knew, mm-hmm. like that was the thing. And I was like, I don't know what it's about. And, and like, I said, and then I found out Chris Pine is in it. I'm like, okay, I don't know who he plays. So the movie is about there's a king who was Chris Pine, and um, he. Becomes a sorcerer and stuff, and he goes off to this this land and he tells people, Come, come here, I'll keep you safe. And uh, he takes your wishes from you, he keeps your wishes safe, and every once in a while, he grants your wishes, stuff like that. Like, that's the, the basic premise of the movie. Um, so I was like, Okay, so because this is um, so this is supposed to be that big Disney 100 celebration movie, so like there's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Like uh there's a person called Peter that looks like Peter Pan and he's talking to Wendy. So there's like a lot of stuff like that. There's seven side characters in the movie, and they all represent a dwarf. A dwarf, yeah. Uh like even like got the ears like Dopey, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like that. You know, but his name's his name's not dope, his name's like Steve or something. Like it's like <laughs> a regular name. <laughs> Steve but, dope. <laughs> like but like you know, someone's grumpy, someone's bashful, all that stuff. So like Which one was Hornswoggle? <laughs> there was a Grumpy, he was uh played by the uh, the guy from What You Do in the Shadows, Guillermo. It's good. He's, okay. I forget his name. Uh, so the movie is good. I'll say the is good. The first half of the movie, I was like, All right, this is good. I think they stick the landing, I think they do a good build-up. Um, the songs, not great. I'll say I was most disappointed in the villain song, not a great villain song. Usually you get a bang of villain song no matter what. Not feeling. It It was okay. You know? Is the villain good though? Do we get a good villain? Chris Pine is the villain. It's not like a secret or nothing. It's not like Oh, he sounded
1: like such a nice king though.
0: But like right from the start, you know there's something like up. And like within like within like twenty minutes, they're having a conversation and you realize, oh, maybe he's not keeping these wishes
1: for himself.
0: Yes, because what a
1: scumbag.
0: Yes, he's very not I don't want to say like he's just he's nervous he's going to lose his power, right? So like he, can, he goes, "I can't grant that wish because what if it's too vague?" You know, I he, I want to make something that people remember. He's like, "Well, what will people remember? A revolution? Killing the king? What will be remembered?" So it's like, "I can't grant that." So yeah, he don't grant a lot of wishes and then more stuff happens. So there's a duet with Chris Pine and the girl that's very good. And the songs are good, but just the villain song kind of kind of messed me up. There's a song towards the end where everyone's like getting ready for the battle that I thought was a banger, real good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and the movie has a yeah. So the movie there's a a wish comes from the, a, a wishing star comes down. Like that's the hook is that the girl makes a wish and then so there's like a little star
1: floating around the whole movie. And you gotta uh, find it, and then it turns you invincible.
0: And he gives you powers. And so he makes the goat talk. And the goat is... uh, What's this fucking guy's name? Michael Peña. Uh, Alan Tunick, you know, right? Oh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, so he does yeah. lots of stuff. But so, for some
1: reason, from he took From Tucker decided... and Dale, from yes. Star Wars. Lots from... of great stuff. Yeah, he's in uh, Dodgeball. The guy's yes. been in everything. Lots of stuff. And he does a lot of voice work. The voice work. Tons of it, yes. So, most notably, his most recent...
0: Voice work is he does clayface on uh the Harley Quinn show.
1: Oh, okay, and he
0: does clayface because it's clayface is an actor, right? Actor who gets the form, but the clay, blah blah blah. So when he does clayface, he talks like this you know, he's a thespian, he's you projecting know projecting his voice, yes projecting always like that for some reason he does this same exact voice in this Disney movie for this goat this goes like oh my god I can talk now and it's just like what is this voice like why did you pick this voice what is happening (laughs) so it was a little weird but it's good I think uh, I think you would like it I think it's fun I think it's harmless it ain't great it's definitely not a great movie if this was supposed to be a big celebration of Disney 100 they could have did a
1: little better you know yeah, I, like I said, I haven't really seen a lot of advertising for it. Didn't really know what it was about. I know they had characters um, in the parks to kind of. Oh, yeah, already? Yeah. For wow. uh, for a little bit now, just kind of trying to push the movie. Um, makes sense. You know, Especially we had an actor strike.
0: Do, I was going to say you can't do actor stuff. Yep. That doesn't count. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense then, definitely.
1: But even without. Cable TV and stuff, whenever I watch like my streaming services, all like I pay, I I don't fucking pay for no ads. Yes. So whenever I'm watching ESPN Plus, which is a Disney owned service, and I'm watching hockey games, I saw a ton for the Marvels. I haven't seen anything for Wish.
0: Crazy. It's crazy. Well, We'll see. Maybe, maybe this week, Wish will do good because last week, everyone. You know, they didn't get to see Trolls, so they went this week to see Trolls,
1: and now they realize there's a Disney movie and they'll go see it. Wow. Uh, one thing that was brought to our attention, Gomez, from our friend Eddie Bowman, and now I've been watching this, and this was going to come up at some point, you know, when we do our year-end wrap-up. Sure, yeah. Getting very close to cracking the top 10 box office grosses for 2023. Less than $3 million away. Taylor Swift, The Errors Tour. Crazy. That right now, crazy. it's just at um, <clears throat> $178.2 million. I'm sorry, it's about uh, about $6 million away. $178.2 million. It's right on the cusp of overtaking The Sound of Freedom. So I don't know if it's going to do it, because Taylor just announced today
0: that on December 13th, it's coming to streaming with an extended version with three more songs coming out. Ooh. Which is great. But it, it is crazy that so we have a three hour movie rounding out the top 10, and we have a three hour movie towards the top of the fucking list. Like that's mm-hmm. just insane to me that those three hour movies are making that much money.
1: And the top two crazy. movies of the year, one was a toy and the other one was a video game. <sighs> insane, bro. It's just wow.
0: That's crazy. And uh, this week, uh, Beyonce is putting out a. She has a movie coming out, a concert movie, Renaissance. I think. How do you think that is going to do? Uh, people love Beyonce, so they totally do... different demographic, uh, right? Hundreds. all the white girls, right? So now it's like, oh, let's go, let's go, girls. We
1: got the beehive now to take That's to it. overtake the Swifties. So
0: I'm gonna see. I don't. How long is the movie? That's I feel oh, you like know what it's the same thing too. It's two hours and forty-eight minutes. Oof. It was the same exact shit. A three-hour concert movie. Wow. That's just so crazy <laughs> seeing that. That that's also three. Oh my goodness.
1: I just feel like had Beyonce done this five years ago, we would have talked about that the way we talk about Taylor Swift now. I know. She she's been talking
0: about this. Has been supposed to be coming out for a while, and then all of a sudden the Taylor thing came out of nowhere. Like this has been a thing. Like, oh, Beyonce's dropping this movie at the end of the year. And then Taylor kind of swoop in and decided to record everything and release it there's so i'm sure beyonce is a little like damn this bitch messed my shit up (laughs) oh good but that i would think that's gonna be the number one movie this week because this ain't uh there's nothing coming out this week this week is beyonce movie there's a uh john woo movie but who's gonna go see that it's an action movie with no talking i believe the guys like his voice got messed up or something Cause so it's just like a silent killer, and there's a new fucking Godzilla coming out. I can't wait for this Godzilla. Looks amazing, Godzilla minus one, woo! But it ain't gonna make no money. So this is Beyonce's weekend, bro.
1: Yeah, Uh as a uh, moviegoer, I'd probably go see Wish. I'm interested to see Napoleon, but I don't know if I have. Yeah, I, I'm gonna wait the, I, gonna the wait. patience to sit through three hours of your boy Joaquin Phoenix.
0: Because that's why I haven't seen the Scorsese movie either. I just I can't yeah. make the times work. It's too much. I got to find the time that I'm free and hope I have. It's too much. So I can sit on my couch. I don't want to fucking pause the movie. But if I have to, I have to. That's life, bro. So we'll see. Disappointing.
1: Mm. In the words of Sid Vicious, sometime life bees that way. God bless that man. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's all I wa- I did watch. I did watch
0: one other thing, Joe. I don't know about you. What, what you watched something else this week? No. Nope. Yeah, you did. We watched, we spun a wheel, Joe.
1: Mm, we spun a wheel. I mean, I watched that, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's it. We're done, baby. We watched one other thing. I mean, I watched a few other things. I'm not going to
1: lie. We didn't watch just one
0: yeah, other thing. I was going to say, I didn't watch just one other thing. I watched three other things, as we
1: said was going to happen. I I said it, I said once I watch the first one I'm going to want to watch the other two and then Gomez texted me during the week, he's like just so you know I already watched all three and I was like fuck well now now I'm pot committed but then once I watched the first one I watched the other two as well so we dove in to one of the greatest movie trilogies in history The Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad Oh, baby. So good. What, what's the IMDb say for this, this first movie? How, how are we describing this one? So for part one, this came out in 1988, and the description is, Incompetent police detective Frank Drebin must foil an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. Straight to the point. Yep. That's it. Easy. Did you ever watch the TV show, Police Squad? I, up until doing my research on this movie, Never knew. had no <laughs> idea. Because <Never knew. laughs> they mention it throughout yeah. all of these movies. Oh, Frank Drebin, Police Squad. And I'm yeah. going, oh, I guess they couldn't get clearance to say like LAPD or some <laughs> fucking bullshit. And it wasn't until doing research for this episode oh, that I found out this is based on a 1982 series called police squad yeah and that (laughs) ran on abc for six episodes before it was canceled and in 2013 tv guide made a list of the top 60 shows to be canceled too soon and this came in at number seven yeah i don't know how i watched
0: maybe they showed reruns or something but i i've i've seen these episodes and it's funny. They always do the bit where they have to. They do a freeze frame, but it's not really a freeze frame. That's that was their
1: trademark for yeah. every episode. It was so they would fake a freeze frame. It's so
0: hysterical. Like it's always the stupidest shit. So I, I, I remember. Like I said, I don't know where I watched it, but maybe with my mom on reruns. But I remember watching that show when I was younger. I no,
1: I had absolutely no connection to the original series, and neither one of my parents were pop culture people really yeah. at all so it's not like something they would have been like oh you know that movie you like was actually a yeah. tv show like it's just yeah. neither one of them you know so yeah. had no idea and I, it's not something i ever like i never researched the naked gun it's sure, you know, i was a just kid when movie it you came like. out i was yeah. six years old when the first movie came out Shit. and like i remember thinking it was hilarious and it was funny and i watched it for years and years i've seen every one of these god knows how many times but it's just i never thought to like sit there and kind of like oh i wonder uh let me see if i can find out any details on this yeah no 100 percent. why would you you don't need to do that it's just it just
0: happened to be a show but that's not how we watched tv back then we just watched whatever was on
1: it didn't matter yeah. if it had a sequel or this that the law the hype no. uh so this movie's written by jerry zucker jim abrahams and david zucker They are a trio of guys who they do all these things together. They wrote all three of these movies. They wrote the original police squad TV show. Before that, they wrote airplane. Yes. They've done a ton of shit together. It's like, this is their genre. The spoof is, is is what they do and they do it very well. And David Zucker is the one who directs all three of these films. But in addition to that, he also directed airplane and top secret uh, basketball, which we just talked yes. about, uh, yes. about two months ago. And he also, I think he wrote scary movie five, but he also directed parts three through five. Yes.
0: Those are the good ones. Cause they turn into that kind of comedy. Like it gets like silly, silly mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. That's their brand of humor was how many jokes can we throw at the audience at one time? Like that was, they just wanted to throw as much and be as stupid and silly as they can be and it worked people wanted to work for them people were like would read those scripts and go I need to do this like I need to do this movie this is fucking
1: hilarious so George Kennedy who plays Captain Ed Hawken in these movies actually begged to be in this movie now it worked out because the studio wanted like a former award-winning actor to give it like some credibility and George Kennedy had done the airport uh, movies and yeah. those were like disaster movies, basically. And when the airplane movie came out, he was annoyed that he passed on it because he, looking back, he wished he yeah. had the opportunity to parody himself. So when he heard these movies were gonna happen, he begged to be in them. Yeah, they got Robert Stack instead, but uh, and Robert
0: Stack saw the thing and he said. I don't tell these guys, but I would pay to be in this movie. Like, this is funny <laughs> because like they, they wanted serious people to be silly. Like that was yeah, their thing. Course. Like, like it, it was fun for them. So these serious people were like, yeah, I want to be silly. Like, yeah, I don't want to be serious all the time. So they love working with
1: these guys and it, it shows. And one of the things that we had in basketball, which is like a favorite of both me and you yeah. is the serious sports announcers yes and you have like al michaels talking about being like the pervy old man you have bob costas um saying oh feel these nipples and in part one we get this baseball game between the angels and the mariners where they give us the collection of sports broadcasters in their heyday all saying dumb shit and then it's like followed up with dr joyce brothers at the end yes which is so good (laughs) Oh, uh, when's the last time you seen these movies? It's been a while. It's it's definitely been a while because there were a lot of things as I watched, and I watched all three, like back to back to back, you know, like Pringles. Start one and just keep going until the Can't end. Can't stop. And I, I remembered everything, but like things that would like refresh as I was watching it, like would pop me. Like I laughed out loud throughout the entirety of the day sitting there and watching these movies. still had that appeal to me because this is to me like this this zucker abraham zucker motif right like they're the authority on this stuff i feel like i'm their target demographic i'm the guy that they're like this is the guy we know we have in the bag like we don't write for him but we know he's going to be there regardless And, you know, like wrestling fans, like you don't write to wrestling fans. You're trying to draw in the casuals that may or may not watch all the time. But the real wrestling fans are going to be there regardless. Good, bad. They always show up. And that's me for like these types of movies. I'm going to be there for this. And there was so much about these movies where even if I didn't remember like a certain line or whatever, and or maybe it's just that I'm a little bit older and a little bit wiser and have a little bit better recognition for things. There's a lot of stuff over your head. 100%. So I just wanted to say these movies are huge box office smashes successes. Really? Wow. That's great to hear. Whereas the show gets canceled after six episodes in 1982, the first movie has a budget of $12 million. And it it looks, you could tell there's there's not a lot of money being thrown into it. But worldwide, it makes $152 million. Wow. IMDB scores at a 7.6 Rotten Tomatoes gives it 86% fresh with the audience score being 84%. Now, I don't know how the audience score comes in under the critics, but the critics fucking get it. And 86% fresh is fucking incredible. And, for
0: this type of shit. Yeah, uh-huh. bro, I would never This is expect the type that. of
1: movie you expect critics to come in and just be like why are why are it's we waiting so on?
0: stupid. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> I love this. That's great.
1: <laughs> and what makes the movie is the cast, right? It's yes. the cast understanding it's not taking themselves too seriously, but taking themselves serious enough to do the job. And yes. Leslie Nielsen is at the forefront of that. This is Amazing. very much His showcase, and he is unfreaking believable in this Frank Drebin character. Now, I want to go back and watch the TV show now because he plays Frank Drebin on the show, which didn't know it until earlier this morning, but now I want to see it. But he's so good, and he's got this very, um, like this cold delivery of so many lines. Where it's just, he's just got this dry sense of humor on so much, and it, the, it hits the nail on the head so many times with the way he delivers these lines, and with the visual gags, and his reactions, even when he's not... He reacts so good. It's, yeah, it's not even so much what he says, it's the emoting of him processing something he hears or something he sees yep. where you see his face scrunch up into like 11 different like a, emotions hmm. yep. in, in such a, a quick amount of time. There's a scene where he's in the office of Ricardo Montalban, who plays our villain so cool. in the first movie, Vincent Ludwig. Uh, and he's got all this expensive shit all over the walls that he's been collecting for years. And you, you know, you're prototypical rich guy, you yeah. know, and he's got like the fish, the that can the fighter yes, the fish Japanese or whatever
0: fighting fish, yeah. <laughs>
1: and he's got oh the unbreakable pen, you know, that's made of the samurai sword steel. And all of a sudden, the pen and like this whole scene is like as it plays out, it is completely and utterly ridiculous. So silly. And in the hands of a lesser talented actor, this scene would be ungodly awful completely unwatchable and yet for whatever reason because of leslie nielsen everything he does the second the pen goes flying into the air you're like oh fuck like that's a really expensive pen and then it goes in the tank with the fish and then he's trying to dig it out and then his fucking sleeve is sopping yeah. wet and he's trying to hide it behind like just everything this confluence of events that just keeps happening in the hands of a lesser man it's horrible yet for whatever reason leslie nielsen is so fucking good that it just works and works on such a high level of entertainment and a high level of comedy that if you just gave me this one scene i would be like holy fuck now, that guy is impressive. Well, he gives the handshake at the end. And it's just, just, <laughs> and that's and just like, that's, It's so silly, but it's, it's the funniest thing you ever saw in your life. It's like, that's, that's the big punchline. Like, we've, we've built it up for, like, a solid six minutes of this scene and him going through something else and something else only to, and he's been hiding it the whole time that yeah. his hand has been in the tank, that the fish is eating, you know, the pen went through the fit, all this shit. And then at the very end of the scene where he reaches over and his sleeve just starts <laughs> gushing water onto the guy's desk as he shakes his hand. And it's just like, <laughs> like it's just like, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: He's delivering the silliest shit with the straightest face. Like, it's just, like you said, his reaction, because he'll say the dumbest shit, but then someone else will say something stupid, and he'll look at them like, yo, what the fuck? Are you fucking stupid? It's just so fucking good. Oh, what a picture, bro. Uh,
1: Priscilla Presley, she plays the love interest Jane in these movies, and as a kid, Jane, Priscilla Presley to me, was like the MILF of MILFs. Yeah, she's pretty. She was on, I want to say, Dallas, uh, back in the day or something. (laughs) Dallas. (laughs) And, uh, Is it Dallas or Dynasty? I confuse the two all the time, even though. But whatever, she was on for a couple seasons. But like when she's in these movies, I'm like, "Yo, this woman is terrific," and I love Jane and Frank. Like to me, that's like couples goals. You know what I mean? That's that's what romance looks like. Is Frank Drebin and Jane Spencer? And in this movie, when they like first get together, one of the Every, like i think about this all the time because it just pops me so big they have this montage to something tells me i'm into Wait, something and it's you know a montage of them going on all their dates and kind of falling in love and one of the scenes they keep coming back to is them running hand in hand on the beach as like other beachgoers are there and they like they're, like, kind of in the way, and they end up, like, double clotheslining these other people who are on the beach and just, like, spl- splish-splashing around. It's hit, so like, good. that is so fucking big every
0: time. So best, I love it. And after the montage, they go, I can't believe I just met you yesterday. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's just little things like that that just make the, the
1: funny thing even funnier. It's just the Amazing. opening scene of the movie is something that has nothing to do with the movie. Yes. Apparently Frank is on vacation in Beirut because where else would you go on vacation? Where would you go, bro? And it's all of America's biggest enemies. It's like yes. Idi Amin. So funny to see uh, Gorbachev, all, like all these foreign adversaries that the United States had at the time. And they all have like their uh, Legion of doom conference call together and they're all sitting yes. there and Frank Drevin like runs in and ambushes them and, you know, saves America, whatever. And it's just it's so fucking good. Like the end is like he's like giving Gorbachev a noogie and Gorbachev, for those of you who are a bit younger, nope. was the leader of communist Soviet Russia. And he had was known for having this rather large birthmark on his head. And as Frank Drevin gives him the noogie, the birthmark wipes right off, and like he turns to the camera, breaks the fourth wall, and he's like, "I knew it." <laughs> yes, he's
0: spying, and they're talking shit about America. He just can't take it no more. <laughs> it's so good. Bro.
1: What a movie! Oh, I and of course, it. this all builds up to the the big baseball game. At it's actually filmed at Dodger Stadium, but it's a game between the Angels. And the Mariners, the Dodgers, uh, were offered the opportunity to be in the movie, but they refused because of the bench-clearing brawl that would ensue, and they didn't want to be a oh, part of that. Oh, my
0: God. I figured they'd be like, oh, we don't want the thing with the queen. This, no,
1: we don't want to have a bench. Cl- so
0: stupid, bro. <laughs> so we get the
1: we get the scene, and this is one of my favorite jokes in the history of life. Frank beats up the guy who's supposed to sing the national anthem. That way he can sneak his way onto the field because he got word that one of the players is going to be the one to try to assassinate the queen on behalf of Ricardo Montalban. So he needs to be in that game. And he abducts the singer slips into the tuxedo, does a horrible rendition of the national anthem. (laughs) And as he's running away from security, because they're like, this obviously is not, the singer he slips into the umpires dugout beats up the umpire puts on the the pads and stuff and goes and umpires the game only and first off we get him doing the umpire stuff so good is the fucking funniest thing ever because at first he forgets he's an umpire so he's like waiting to make the call and the whole stadium's like looking at him like what is it (laughs) And then he becomes, like, overcome by, like, the crowd reaction. He's into it. So, his like, his strike three call all of a sudden just escalates and escalates.
0: Yeah,
1: until he does a full-on Michael Jackson dance routine (laughs) to call people out. Full-on spin and splits, (sighs) like, the whole deal. Uh, And then we get the scene where we get the bench-clearing brawl because it's going to happen at the seventh-inning stretch, and he's trying to prolong that until he can find out which player it is. Yes. The bench is clear. The brawl ensues. All of a sudden, Frank is there. He's arguing with the umpires because of some disputed calls, and he sees Reggie Jackson, baseball Hall of Famer, walking. He's obviously being mind-controlled, but he's got his gun. He's making his way over to the queen, walking like a robot, Frank sees this and he pulls his gun. So as he's arguing with the other umpires, the other umpires just stop like sure, he was out. Yeah, whatever you (laughs) said. And it turns out those were actual major league umpires at the time that they brought into being this. Um, so he like goes, he foils the attempt on the queen's life, and then when they say, Hey, that umpire, he saved the queen, and he removes the umpire's mask, and People recognize him as the singer from the pregame ceremony. <laughs> and Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure is sitting in the crowd. Yeah. And he says, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> and the whole stadium chants, Enrico, Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo, Enrico, Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo. <laughs> it's good, bro. It's I good. love it. It is so wonderful, and then like it doesn't even end there. Like we still gotta catch the bad guy.
0: Oh, my father went the same way.
1: <laughs> uh, Ricardo Montalban meets his uh, his fatal finish. It is in a way you put couldn't have possibly expected. It's perfect. It, it's perfect it's for just, a naked guy. <laughs> and what a movie! What a it's picture! So good. Uh, like I said, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Listen to this. Like he's done a bunch of shit. Like if you actually go look at his IMDb, but if we were to play the IMDb game with this guy Francis from Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure, whose name I like his real name, I I can't even remember. What do you think are are on his top four? See, I don't. I know he's in. Like he's always
0: like a. Oh yeah, that's that guy. But to to name something, he's in. um Is he in Leprechaun? Is he the he guy is? in Leprechaun? He's like the slow guy in Leprechaun. <laughs> so, but like his other big
1: credits that's are this. About it Well, Pee Wee uh-huh. Leprechaun. Pee Wee, obviously, is the big one, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. But then he's got this one line in Naked so Gun one where line. he's literally credited as, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> That's a great credit. <laughs> they gave a lot of like the the very bit part characters in this movie, they're credited as what their line was. So fun. So if you read the credits, it literally says, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo, and then the actor's name. But one of the other things he's in, he's the older version of Stillwell Angel in a league of their own. Oh, that's right. He is. Yes. Yes, he is.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Yep. He's that's what, he's a that guy. Like, I'm like, I know I've seen him in other things. That's so funny. <laughs> Mark Hulton, That's his name. Oh, that's so funny. Hey. But that's a banger. Those those are those are four great movies to be a part of, bro.
1: Right? Like for Black someone grass. who's not like a household name to log on to his IMDB page and be like Leprechaun Pee-wee's Big Adventure, The Naked Gun and A League of Their Own. Like fuck. What is this guy Tom Cruise? <laughs> is this guy Tom Cruise? I'm looking at his IMDb.
0: Yeah, he's he's just got a little a little part here and there. A little there, a
1: little there. So funny, like he's got stuff all over every year.
0: A spectator, it's Enrico Palazzo. So funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is good. God damn, what a picture, Joe. I'm so happy the wheel landed on this. This, I I am
1: too. I know this is our last wheel of uh, the wheel Mm -hmm. of, of fortune. Uh, it couldn't have gone any better, which is why we need to hit some music. Ooh, baby. Are you a man? A double main man. Are you a man? A triple main man. A man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you a man? Are you a man? Nineteen eighty eight.
0: Naked gun from the files of police squad. Joe, where's this falling on your main man standings?
1: I mean, it's awesome. It's It's still just as funny as it was to me 30 years ago. And I mean, what are we at? We're at the 35th anniversary of this film, 1988. Crazy. It is still fucking hilarious. And for these people to write this movie and have it hold up after all these years and maybe it's a product of the, you know I was at the right age for yes, you know I was wonder. at that impressionable age I, I wonder if someone 15 years younger than me yeah. can watch this Go for the first and time and yeah. enjoy it I do I, I mean I don't know but like the beats they all hit for me the visual gags all hit for me everything is great and yet I'm only going to give this a quadruple and a half main man. Four and a half stars. Four and a half. What's stopping you from going the Full Monty here, baby? Uh, Because we're going to mention something in about a minute. Oh, really? Okay.
0: Uh, Wow. I'm going to give this a four. It's a fantastic picture. It holds up. I have a question, though. If this holds up, Joe, why do we hate Andrew Tribeca so much? It's the same shit, is it not? Is it just we need Leslie Nielsen's
1: charm? Is that what it is? That's what it is because we tried angie tribeca this was supposed to be that show for us
0: right it's the same humor same kind of silliness over the top silliness
1: and both of us watched it going i hated
0: it we hated it we
1: did did not like it at all you know so once we have all those back episodes uploaded i want to say angie angie tribeca was watched episode four or five that we tried watching that show Mm. it's very early on in our history
0: Yes, and it was something I was hearing about. I was like, yo, everyone's saying this like a Naked Gun show. How do we not watch this, Joe? We got to watch this fucking thing. And neither uh, one of us was feeling it. No, we watched plenty of episodes. So uh, you watched all the other ones? How are the other ones holding up for you, well, Joe? Well, and
1: this is why part one only gets a four and a half. Because Naked Gun, two and a half, The Smell of Fear, is my favorite entry in yeah. the trilogy. <clears throat> Now, much lower rated by critics and audiences together. Uh, whereas Rotten Tomatoes gave the first one 86% fresh. Part two only got 58%. Mm, that's a big drop. It's a they big drop. It. They weren't feeling it. The audience went from 84% to 65%. Mm, they weren't feeling it. IMDB went from 76 to 6.9%. But, Gomez, the people showed up at the box office. Because even though the budget almost doubled up to $23 million, this movie grossed $192 million worldwide. That's just fucking insane, bro. What
0: comedy movie is making even $50 million now, bro? Holy
1: shit. So the three movies combined, if you look at it, 12 million to make the first one, right? Yep, 23 million to make Naked Gun 2.5, and and 30 million to make Naked Gun 33 and a third, which made another 132 million dollars at the box office. Wow, what a franchise, bro!
0: This gotta be one of the best trilogy franchises of all time.
1: You're talking about the last entry at 132 million dollars gross. Being the least well-performing one of the, of the trio. Wow.
0: That's insane, bro. Part three was my movie. I watched that all the time. I think I was like the right age. It was on all the time. I remember seeing
1: that all the time. Annie Nicole Smith. And Anna, I, we forget now because she became like a caricature uh, towards the end of her life. And then, I mean, she's been dead now for been dead forever. 15 years. Yeah. If not more. um, Actually, yeah, probably more, uh, more. which is crazy. Um, But she was like that big, like trying to break out star. Like she was the Playboy girl who was like, oh, she was going to really break out. And she never really did to me. She never really had the overall mainstream success. We're like, but like, what was she going to be? Is this the most mainstream movie, right? Like because the rest is like HBO
0: Cinemax kind of she did like the Hudsucker
1: proxy, which oh, was real?
0: okay. So cohen brother
1: But it was it was a small role in that. I small, think this yeah. was like she this was probably her beefiest role in like a real yeah. movie. So but naked gun two and a half for me hits on every fucking level. There's just I guess. I mean, I don't even see, I don't understand how there's such a big drop in the appreciation I know, of critics it's the same and audiences. Shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh To me, it amps up the one-liners and the sight gags. Yes. Like, there's this scene where the guy breaks into uh, Jane's apartment to kill yes. her, Stop and singing. she's singing in the shower, <laughs> so and good. it's like this beautiful song that then, like, he, like freezes as he's listening to her sing and then he just joins her in singing so good and it turns into this fight scene around everything to where we get the incredible visual gag at the end of it of frank and jane about to have sex to you know like celebrate like hey we beat this killer guy and she goes i just want you to know i practice safe sex and he goes so do i and they wear these giant Full body condoms, <laughs> mm. and you just see them kind of hug and collect, just the so bed. Good. Uh, mm. I love Make a Gun Two and a Half. Um, I said it last week for whatever reason. I think we had a copy of this movie at my house, so it was something I watched a lot, uh, as a kid just because I had my own copy. So, there's obviously a little bias that goes into that. But man, I just fucking love it, man. Part three, I still enjoy part three, but not yeah, it's to the not, extent. It's not as
0: good. Yeah, there's some good stuff, but it's not as it's not as good.
1: Like part two and a, two and a half for me. Quintuple main man, mm-hmm. unicorn, right. five stars. Absolutely love it. Wow, because
0: part- I would go one. I would go one, two, three. I think it's it. They're all good, but I think first one's the best, and then it gets a little less, little less, little less. See, I go Two, one, three. Two, one, three. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean two is right there. It's not like two is a fucking two is is right there, bro. It's a lot of good stuff.
1: I will say to me, three is a is a drop off. Sure. It is. You know, I I don't necessarily like the storyline they got going on with the other criminal. It's it's fine. It's there's a lot of funny stuff in it, like you're still gonna enjoy yourself. If I had to give it a if I had to rate it, I'd probably still give it a triple main man. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. I'm still enjoying myself. If if it comes on TV right now, I'm not turning it off. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, right, oh, it was on shit, TV a lot. This shit's on. We're going to watch yeah. the
1: fuck out of this. Like, like, oh, what part is it up to? The riot? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, but yeah, man, these movies, If you if you've never seen them, definitely... Go out of your way and watch these movies, and then tell me what you think. Yes, because if we you're really going want to into know. it with a clean slate, hundred percent, I would love to know how these movies hold up for someone watching it with fresh eyes. Yes, because we, you know, this is we we think it's
0: hilarious, but we always thought it was hilarious. So we're laughing at jokes we've always laughed at. So I want to hear a
1: fresh, fresh viewpoint, please, if you haven't seen. You know, for as much as I think we both try to go in here with. You know open minds and and genuinely try to give unbiased opinions there's stuff like you can't help and the pull of your childhood and what meant a lot to you or what stood out to you during your formative years is very strong and for something like this like these movies were definitely part of the fabric of what makes me me and i i say that not in jest not ironically i genuinely mean these movies influence so much of why i am the way i am today in a lot of ways so it's very hard to kind of be unbiased and be like oh you know through 2023 uh, (laughs) eyes this actually isn't funny
0: (laughs) After after we record the pod, Kellyanne always asks, oh, what are we watching next week? And I was like, oh, we're watching Naked Gun. She went, oh, my God, that's perfect for you, too. You're, like, the only two people I know who, like, (laughs) love that movie. Like, she's like, that's your guy's movies. Like, that's Naked
1: Gun and you guys. I'm like, it's a great movie. What can I say? (laughs) The best. So thank you, Wheel of Fortune, for giving (laughs) us something absolutely wonderful to remember you by. But... Unfortunately, that's over now, isn't it, Gomez? Yeah, we're going to
0: get that wheel the hell out of my face, bro, because, oh, baby, it's that time. Are you ready, Joe? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome, boys and girls, to Slaying and ah,
0: Oh, baby Joe is back slaying and slaying.
1: Woo, 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 woo. I knew, you know, I know it's coming back. It just it doesn't make it any easier. Oh,
0: baby. For those who are new to the program Who don't know what we're talking about, for December, we'd like to mix it up here and we watch a nice Christmas movie, right? Because it's the holidays. We watch a nice Christmas movie. But then. I get to have a little fun, and I make Joe watch a similar type movie, but with a horror twist. Oh, baby, baby. So, like, we watched Home Alone, and then we watched a movie where uh, a boy's trying to save himself from a killer Santa, doing some booby traps and stuff like that. You know, we try to keep it close together. So I'm very excited to do this because... I love making Joe watch some horror
1: movies. I feel like we just got past the spooky snake season, right? We're just jumping back into this way too soon. This is, but you had a nice
0: month off, bro. And then you're done for the year. What do I make you watch during the rest of the year? Come on, get out of here.
1: The Marvels.
0: <laughs> Come on, we like that. You we took like away that. a week of my season. I did, but because there was an extra week in the month, you still got four movies, baby boy. I don't know if that makes and it better. you're only getting three slaying and slayings for this month. Oh, I
1: my haven't. God. What
0: a time to be alive. <laughs> so I have four options that I have chosen for us. So one is going to get left off. I haven't decided which one, but I think we should start with this one. Let's start with this one here. We're going to do... It's a Wonderful Life. You ever see It's a Wonderful Life?
1: So, I if I say no, that's factually incorrect. It's, it's, was like on, it's on TV, it yes. watch. Yeah, sure. The thing is, as a kid, I it was shunned anything on, yeah. that was old looking, and especially yes, black, black and white. And white. Yes. Yes, not interested. So, has it been on? Yes. Have I really watched it? No, not really. Okay. So we're
0: going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. This is streaming on Amazon Prime for free, of course, so you could check that out. Um this is a movie, right? Uh a guy's like, "Oh, I wish I was never born" or some bullshit yeah. like that, and then he sees his life, what would happen if he was never
1: Similar. born. Similar to the episode of married with children that we watched last year it's a Bundyful life yes exactly
0: so that premise has been done many times since then and for this
1: oh, and it will be matched up i i have a feeling i know where this is going where's it going it's going with a similar theme adult movie called fuck my wonderful wife
0: Right, That's a different adult movie (laughs) that we watch
1: (laughs) We're not not doing that movie?
0: No, sadly we're not, Joe We're going to watch a brand new movie It comes out December 1st on Shudder I'll probably put it on the Twitch stream For those who don't have Shudder But you should have Shudder Because it's like five dollars a month It is called It's a Wonderful Knife So it is the same You gotta be fucking kidding me It's the same premise as "It's a Wonderful Life," except so the knife
1: wishes it was dead.
0: (laughs) No, it's just a play on words. It's about a final girl. I think this is what the movie is about. I believe it's about a final girl who saves the town or something, and something happens, and you know they find out what would happen if she was never born. Some bullshit. It's the same exact thing, just with a horror twist. I have not seen it. It had a small release uh, in November for about a week or two. Oh, so this is I a co- new movie. This is a brand new movie. That's why I'm starting this off with the brand new, new movie. We got a uh, a classic classic, right? It's A Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. 1946. It's a classic. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you don't love it as much, but I mean if you look on list of Christmas movies, it's always towards the top of the list. It's a very famous yeah, you Christmas know movie.
1: how people are, they're fucking stupid, and everybody's gotta go chalk with a lot of this shit because oh, you know, I'm not gonna be the one to leave off. It's a wonderful life. Well, sure. you fucking should. <laughs> well maybe you know how what you you know? you you know what you should leave off? And yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know, but I know about this. You know what you should leave off? Should never be on anyone's best of list. Fucking a Christmas story. What a fucking shitty movie. A garbage piece of dog shit of a movie. Horrible, awful, disastrous result of filmmaking.
0: Don't worry, we're not watching that one. Good. So yeah, check it out. I'm excited. I haven't seen it yet. I hear good things. A lot of fun. It's a wonderful knife streaming on Shutter. And I'll probably put it on the Twitch stream as a nice holiday present for anyone who doesn't have that
1: streaming service. So make sure you're following there and enable those notifications so you know when Gomez goes live. That's twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Mm -mm -mm.
0: It's going to be a fun one. I'm excited for this Slaying and Slam. We're going to have some fun this year. baby. We
1: normally do get some really good pairings on these, so I, I do somewhat look forward to this.
0: Yes, and here's a spoiler alert. Joe usually likes the horror movies More than the Christmas movies so. that,
1: is, that is the truth <laughs> Some of these fucking Christmas movies Are really bad
0: So it's This is a fun month So I'm excited for this one Joe Oh baby But we gotta wrap this one up Before we can get to the next one huh? So let's hit some music You know it baby it's now time for the Big All right, Joe. It's big finish time. We have to spin a wheel. We can't go an episode without spinning. Oh, wheel. God forbid. <laughs> you love it, baby. Let's spin it. Oh, would you look at this? today's big finish. We got a wrestling theme here, Joe. <laughs> WrestleMania moments. What are some moments that have popped you? It's been 39 WrestleManias, bro. There's a lot to choose from. Wonder where this is going. Here we go.
1: <laughs> uh, number one is when Mickey James grabbed Trish by the coochie oh, oh, and then licked one. her fingers at the camera. <laughs>
0: She did that in TNA uh, Impact recently When she fought uh, uh, Trinity Fatu Whatever her name okay. is Over there And she did something Like with her butt And she turns and goes Don't tease me With a good time Honey And lick her fingers <laughs> it's So <good>. What <laughs> Is going on <laughs> Oh it was good Um so This is hard for me But I'm an- oh, Hold on Let's see I'm gonna go with I'll go With Brock Lesnar beating the streak. I was there live. Okay. Bro, it was... No one thought it was the finish. Because who the fuck yeah, thought Undertaker is was going to lose? But it was the third F5. And, bro, you could hear a fucking pin drop. Except for me. Cackling. Oh, I had no voice for the next night on Raw. Because
1: I was... screwed. Oh, what a night. 21 and 1, baby. Uh, number two for me uh, WrestleMania 7. The Macho Man reunites with Miss Elizabeth following his match where he loses and has to retire with the Ultimate Warrior. So good. It was the culmination of the greatest wrestling story ever told. Just the Macho Great. Man and Elizabeth throughout all these years, the ups and downs they had that we witnessed on camera for years and years, finally coming to the big culmination where they get back together. Beautiful. Beautiful shit. Good shit. I'm going to go with another
0: uh, a return from WrestleMania 8 when the Ultimate Warrior came back. Little Gomez was so excited for this. This is not... Big Gomez wouldn't give a shit, but little Gomez, when that Ultimate Warrior music hit as Sid Justice and Papa Shango are beating up on Hulk Hogan, oh, my God, he came to save the day. Bro, that was – he had to run, like, fucking four minutes to the fucking ring. (laughs) So good, bro. Oh,
1: Uh, Final one for me, WrestleMania 14. We're backstage, and the interviewer is Jennifer Flowers, the president's (laughs) old mistress. And who is she talking to but The Rock? And for the first time, The Rock finishes an interview with, If you smell what The Rock is cooking.
0: I love it. That's Oh no! But I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess I have to. I mean, it's so. Uh, but I'm gonna uh, being there for Daniel Bryan's win. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And Daniel Bryan's win. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, <laughs> the AEW's messing me up. <laughs> Daniel Bryan winning that belt. It was amazing. I've been a big fan all these years, and it was amazing
1: to be there for that. That so whole show, in, in all actuality, WrestleMania 30 was a Great. hell of a WrestleMania. Great show. Great show, and if you go back, a lot of the ones in the 20s are not very good.
0: Terrible. The mid 20s are horrendous.
1: Yeah, and WrestleMania 30, especially like 28, 29, like not good at all. 29,
0: 29
1: is terrible. 29 is the Miz, is right? So Miz Cena.
0: That, no, 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 no. Well, that no. that show sucked. That's 27. It was 27, Miz, uh, Cena. Then 28 was uh, Rock Cena, mm-hmm. Rock Cena 2, and then Daniel Bryan. Because those were the three I went to.
1: No, 30 was Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, so 29
1: was that one, Twenty oh, was, was that okay.
0: one, and 27 was the Miz. Scene. Okay,
1: well, that one, the best Terrible. thing on the show was Snooki, and I'm not even being... She was a
0: great worker. The best thing was Snooki was great, and the Miz's entrance music, They Hate Me Now. Oh yeah, yeah. The best. That was. That's the best Miz moment. That video was great. The problem is, twenty years later, he's still saying all those things in that video. His 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 shtick has not changed. Yeah, he says the same things.
1: Oh, it's a good list. We got a good list here, Joe. Yeah, I have Mickey James, Macho Man, and The Rock. Legends. It's pretty damn good. Beat the streak, Ultimate Warrior, and Daniel Bryan. Come on, that's good. I'm happy with it. Oh, thank you guys for listening to the Card Jomez podcast. As a reminder, in case you don't follow our social media at Card Jomez, which you should, Gomez and I both were guests on the Monster Madness podcast. Go check yeah, it out with were. our buddy Matt Stein. We're talking horror. We're talking spooky snake season stuff. And what goes into that? What goes into the planning of spooky snake season? So go listen to that. Check that out. And you can hear me on a special edition of Small Talk on the Going Postal podcast with my double main man, Dylan Swaggle Postal. Love it. This man works six WrestleManias. He's had guests on his show like TJ Wilson, Kofi Kingston, Tommy Dreamer, and he has fallen so far down the pecking order that he had to get me on his show now times so, are rough <laughs> what is one of my career highlights is one of his lowest moments oh, I and I it. was told by his producer that I hit what is the greatest line in the history of that podcast So uh, as of now
0: mm, love to hear that <laughs> so Ooh, go no, check no. that
1: out at Going Postal anywhere you find podcasts So those are both available to you. We're here every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you leave a five-star review. That all helps. Join our Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. Talk to us. Talk to other people who listen. We got some good people in there. Just search Car Jomez Podcast on Facebook and come in and join. It's free and it's fun. Mm -hmm. You can follow all my personal stuff at The Joe Shoes. Instagram, Twitter, all the big social medias. YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Joe Shoes, and I'll be appearing in a couple weeks in Queens, New York for ICW No Holds Barred, a special wrestling appearance in my hometown. So that'll be really, really fun to see. Get your tickets, they're on sale now. Love to see it.
0: The Gomez 154 Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky threads all over the place, baby. And that Twitch stream, I will put that movie up for you guys twitch.tv slash mezmovie come on follow boys
1: uh so next week it's a wonderful life or is it a wonderful knife is it the knife of the 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 life of the wife is ended by the knife <laughs> we're doing big big things it's slang and slang carjomez podcast and that's Amore, cowboy peace Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo!